Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. Hi. My name is Mark. Those other voices Hello. you heard that didn't wait their turn are Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello, Mark. Thanks for waiting on that one. And hello, Jackie. Hi. There you go. It's the three of us. It's Mark, Miles, and Jackie back for another week to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that uh, I feel like it, I don't know, because it's like, uh, with, with just getting used to being in the flow of the podcast, I'm like, man, we're just tearing through this JoJo's. Like, I'm scared of the end coming up, mm. the end of Stone Ocean approaching. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, there's been other anime that I've wanted to see, and um, we'll get into that in a moment. But yeah. this is going to be about episode 26 of Stone Ocean, Bohemian Rhapsody Part 2, or... Bohemian Ecstatic? Ecstatic Part 2. That's Parentheses 2, parentheses. Yes. That's good if you have like a hole in your head. That that might be your preferred way of talking mm. about this episode. Um, by the way, I've mentioned it before, but a lot of manga and maybe other media do this thing where they write in the like f- four foreign languages syllabary in Japanese. They write like Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, but the actual Chinese characters they write are like the same meaning. So the direct translation of the kanji for this section is free man's fantasy. Mm. Because uh, if you didn't know, bohemian kind of means people who aren't tied to a particular place, people who are more, uh, what, what is it, like loose, loosey-goosey? Free spirits. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Hippies, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that apparently comes from France, like, 150 years ago all the romani people came from bohemia which is the czech republic pretty much there's 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 around the world there's cities called bohemia or bohemia well it became known as like a term for free-spirited people who just do their thing but that used to just be probably a pejorative Mm -hmm. for people who were nomadic Mm -hmm. uh and they were like wow look at these free spirits and they're just like we are poor we have no home. Everyone kicks us out of where mm. we live. Uh, but yeah, La Bohème, Bohemia. Anyways. La Vie Bohème. Yeah. The French really romanticized it. Maybe they gave them like a few years to live there before being like, we need scapegoats. Anyway. Yes, yeah, so we'll be talking about that this week. We did also start, I think all three of us watched the first episode of the new Junji Ito series. Yeah. Yeah, what a coinky dink. Yeah. Well... It's also Netflix kicking it in our faces uh, whenever you True. highlight anything in there. Animation looks better. First episode. What a dumb story pick to start with. Not very good. Yeah, I didn't really like that first step. Did you watch more than the first step or just the first step? No, listener Jumbo in our Discord, which there's a link to in this episode's description, gave us some recommendations. I also noticed there's a Tomie episode later on. I enjoy Tomie stories. I don't know if you're familiar, Miles um yeah i remember her did you watch any more or no you're just asking just ep1 yeah i'll probably jump around the balloon thing is familiar too i feel like i remember a junji ito balloon story being freaky i'm interested in that um and uh i was like man this makes me really want the uzumaki series when is that coming out again and i forgot that it's been 
indefinitely it's like endlessly delayed. Endlessly delayed, yeah, it sucks. So it's in hell. <laughs> Just like all of us. Uh. Yeah, so before we get right into the episode, we need to first take a stop in our. Ah, oh, man. Uh, e- G-, G fables. We need to read some. Nope. We need to listen to our listeners' stories. Okay. Someone help. I have the hiccups. We're going to read emails that were sent you to... You have the hiccups? I don't. I thought it would help me escape. We're going to read emails that our listeners send to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. These can be about previous episodes of our show or other anime you think we'd like or stray Jojo thoughts. Um, God, I love stray thoughts. Yeah. Have you been listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast? <laughs> I listen every week. <laughs> I'm a faithful listener of my own podcast. This email is from Shun. The subject line is, so the story goes. I wrote in for last week's ep, but missed the cutoff, so I'll keep this one much shorter. It's great to have our two JoJo daddies and our JoJo jaddy all back what? together again. I guess that's Jackie. I'm a jaddy. Is a JoJo jaddy? Isn't a jaddy a Jewish daddy? Is it? Well, there's no Aren't word. Are you a jaddy? There's no word for a female parent, so we just have to say <laughs> daddy. Yeah, that's true. With someone's name. Yeah, I'm a mommy. M for Mark. Oh wait, Urban Dictionary says jaddy is bitch with a fat ass. What? <laughs> okay, so, that doesn't get apply. out of here. Unfortunately. <laughs> this episode bring the email continues. This episode brings us, in my opinion, the most surprising stand so far. It's definitely not the weirdest, not with Dragon's Dream or Talking Head already existing, but I find it very surprising that Araki actually had our heroes fight Pinocchio. It seems too on the nose even for Araki. Anyway, besides Jojo, what would the coolest, coolest, Mark, coolest. what would the coolest, what would the coolest and scariest piece of fiction to come to life? Do you think the photo of Dio that Giorno keeps in his wallet would come to life if, if exposed to the stand? P.S. Are those... Are these horny postscripts in bad taste now that all the hosts are parents? PPS, either way, still got the horny. Sent from Emporio's ghost room burning down the house. Uh, no, they're not in bad taste. Parents can be horny. They definitely can. <laughs> um, uh, beep, beep, beep. I don't think Talking Head was that weird a stand. It's just, it's just on your tongue. It makes you say stuff. I think there's I don't even remember weirder stands from part five. Like um, um. the one... That is, uh, that is well, I don't know what is. I mean, we know we don't know how King Crimson works. We'll never know. Please, someone explain. Yeah, we would like an email about it, please. <laughs> uh, I do like this question about the photo of Dio, though, because it is weird. They sh- they make the point of showing like, oh, crosswalk signs. The the little man on them comes off. Yeah, which would scare the shit out of me. Because what could he say to you? You just see like a stick figure, and he's just like, yeah. Is he trying to make you not walk? Yeah, isn't everything a story? Don't we tell ourselves stories in order to live? Yeah. Mark and Jackie? Yeah. And this stand ends up... Yo, and even fucking fan fiction counts. I was about... Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, like spoilers for the rest of this podcast, but I hated this episode. Oh, I liked it. I hated it. I was fine with it, be- but it is funny. I, th- I thought it was so stupid. I thought this, I think this stand is so stupid. I, this is one of the most powerful stands we've ever seen. <laughs> I think I'm serious. Like, well, it seems chaotic. It doesn't seem like he can, the stand user can really control what he, comes it, it to life. Is, it is a dumb chaotic stand like Survivor. Yeah. Or something. Um, it could just, it could destroy the world. Like, like, like every, every, that means every fictional villain that's been depicted also comes to life. Well, that ties that means into this other like, question. There's Jackie. a portrait of Hitler somewhere. Like he, he's also come to well, life. Well, Hitler by himself is not really that scary. It's, okay. Every know, Nazi fan fiction also right comes to dick. life. Um, yeah. You know, Darth Vader and all his stormtroopers come to life. Yeah. I was really curious about what Rohan was up to during all of this. Yeah. Just That's a good one. Freaking out that all of his his weekly assignments are are missing people. Yeah, it, there there is certainly a question to how deep does it run? Because yeah, aren't there going to be like people who are like, I painted an Earth covered in humans, and then like suddenly there's just like extra billions of people, or you know what I mean? No, there would just be more Earths. It's okay. Well, I'm we're, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of ourselves. But what is the scariest piece of fiction to come to life? Uh, I guess Jackie thinks it's a bunch of Nazis, which is not fiction. What's fiction? Oh, I don't, it's like something like a Darth Vader situation, you know, like where somebody that has an army that can do a lot of damage. Mm. I don't think, maybe not Darth Vader, because I don't know, I think. He has a heart underneath it all. It also like, they always lose. They're not super competent, I feel like. He can't do lightning. We learned that watching, um, actually, Darth Vader cannot do force lightning. What is like the smartest villain in the most like pessimistic, dark piece of fiction i feel like that would be the scariest thing huh it's doom dr doom is dr doom really that scary i guess i've only seen him in fighting games but i know he's a evil genius right and he's got metal body parts yeah that's uh, all right pretty scary i i would think maybe like the some of the cthulhu mythos from lovecraft like the old ones just the Mm. gods that like drive you insane by looking at them or thinking about them or whatever Like, that'd be pretty fucky. Yeah. Like, ancient sea beasts, you know, like Leviathan stuff. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. And what if Atlantis was real, and then all the the boats, people driving boats, they had to stop and think about if they were going to hit an underwater pyramid? That would make it inconvenient. That's scary. Anyway, thanks for writing, Shun. Sirens could be real, making people, make all the, all the boats crash into rocks. Yeah. Make everyone horny and they drive into icebergs. Yeah. Miles, do you want to read this one from? What? Do you want to read this email from Chad? Oh yeah, this email is from Chad. The subject line is "Big Fairy Tale Goat Mommy Milkers." <laughs> Aloha, JJB Padohana. Here are a couple of JoJo voice connections from Stone Ocean episode twenty-six. The mysterious pink-haired guy with the one weird eye who is kneeling in front of Ungalo for some reason is voiced by Makoto Furukawa, who's also voiced Shuchin High School class president Miyuki Shirogane from Kaguya-sama Love is War, and Saitama, a.k.a. One Punch Man, chocolate shop owner turned Prince Charming, Charmingis, voiced by Naomi Kusumi, who also voiced both Jack the Ripper from Part 1 and the father of the Nijimura Boys, a.k.a. Gross Dad. Oh, Gross Dad. Yeah, we hardly knew E. I hope everyone is doing well. Also, Kung Hee Fat Choi to anyone who celebrated the Lunar New Year this weekend. Mahalo, Chad. 
P.S. What did you all think of the new opening and new ending? Oh, I didn't know ending. I didn't notice the ending. Maybe they changed the animation or something. I didn't oh, notice shit. it. Maybe there was a stinger we missed. Uh-oh. Shit, I don't know. Uh oh. The new opening, I like it. I think we talked about it. It feels, yeah. it does feel very anime songy. I think I'm gonna like it more when I listen to it on like good headphones and shit, as opposed to our cheap TV downstairs. I think it is growing on me. I said last week that I thought it was more emotional. It is, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it should be. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Yeah. Year of the Rabbit. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Miles, do Filipino people give a shit about this? I don't think they do. They do. Oh, they do? That's cool. How Do you, do you know how to say Happy New Year in uh, Tagalog? Uh, No. <laughs> All right. They don't give that much of a shit. I think we say some sort of variation on the Chinese saying, but I don't remember what it is. I'm looking this up. I didn't know Naomi was a could be a boy's name. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but it makes sense because that, that DDR composer uh, who signs his name Naomi on everything, I've always known mm. that he was a man. But yeah, we think of it as a girl's name. Yeah. For Lunar New Year, they had like a pop-up thing here in North Kakalaki where I live, and they had a um, Filipino food truck, so I ate a bunch of lumpia. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Oh, okay. Thought you were going to be like, and it sucked because we're down here and no one is for real? <laughs> no. They had one that was filled with, because the food truck is called Southern Fried Lumpia Company. So they had one lumpia that was filled with apples, and it was like a McDonald's apple pie, but like crispier. It was delicious. Oh, that sounds great. It was great. Yeah. That's the thing is we order from a lot of different places, but we haven't had that experience of like, oh, we're out and oh, what's this place? And ah, we don't know what our town did, if anything, probably nothing for a Lunar New Year. I've only found Happy New Year in Tagalog. I don't know if that's what they use for Lunar. They probably just say the Chinese one then. Okay. There's a lot of Chinese people in the Philippines. Fair. Uh, any other questions from Chad? No. No. I didn't realize the chocolate shop guy turned into Prince Charming. I'm stupid. Wait, who is the pink haired guy? I don't remember the pink. I don't remember the pink haired guy either. Uh, yeah, you don't really see him that clearly. I think Chad may have jumped the gun on that one. Maybe later we realize that Uh, uh, he's got pink hair. Maybe they're coming up in the next episode. Maybe. They may have just been in darkness because I know two out of the three there were in darkness. This is one of Dio's sons, I'm guessing. That's your theory. Okay. But he was knelt in a very strange manner. Anyway, before we get into the episode even further, we should also talk about our Patreon. It's the last thing. Don't worry. Okay. It's the last non-episode thing. If you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show for as little as $1 a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which includes the occasional bit of deleted content from the podcast miles's weekly cultural reference newsletter he is smiling riley i'm worried why <laughs> we've got a new patron i yes we'll we'll get there i noticed that too uh <laughs> for three dollars a month you get access to the same feed and you help out one of the best podcasts about anime in the state of new jersey for the most part uh but we also will say thank you 
out loud on the podcast like this. Thank you. Real fast, though, I love that I'm saying all this and Jackie's burping our daughter and she's just staring at me. <laughs> I, Miles, I don't know, like, it's hard to notice the baby's face when they're being burped, you know, because usually you're holding them and you can't see it. But God, I love to see a baby's face being burped. They just look so usually zonked out of it and their faces being smushed. It's great. <laughs> We have a bunch of pictures of, of Quincy's face. And it looks like we're just strangling him because it's just like like this. <laughs> I feel like you guys sent an early picture of that, of that burping uh-huh. process. And our friend Chikas in the group chat was like, yeah, it's a new way of burping where you squeeze the child like a tube of toothpaste. And I briefly <laughs> believed that. Believe I was me. like, oh, that's interesting. It is incredible how many things there are to learn when you have a kid, including... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. How many dumbass things you believed that are wrong. Anyway. Now you know. So thank you so much to Clit Rocket. Oh, no. Shoon. Matt. Blu-ray. Brian. I love Jojo Uwu. Daniel. <laughs> Dalton. Madison. Soliloquy. Kassoon. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Camilla. And Chad. Chad. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all so much, including you weirdo name people. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, the thing with this clit rocket is they have, like, a smart hidden email, so I don't even... (laughs) A lot of you pick weird names, and I just look at your email, and I'm like, "All right, they're a re- they're a regular person." This one, no, that's their that's their Christian name. That's quite quite the pick. <laughs> Anyways, you're all the best. Let's talk about episode 26, Bohemian Rhapsody, part two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean. Let's do it. All right, I still don't really know why they changed it, but it seems like. Anasui were following the spirit of Anasui and his body is running around without him mm-hmm. with weather report. Well, right. Anasui is like looking at for his body. He sees it. He spots it. And then it runs off. It like runs away. And I think he starts chasing it running. Um, and then he, while, while, while he's running, there's some kids that are like looking, they're like looking up at a building and they're and like, oh, there's Batman. And I thought that that was weird. I, it didn't really make sense. It's just supposed to continue the whole, all these fabled characters are coming alive. In the manga, they say, look, it's Spider-Man. And mm. you see Spider-Man's hands in the frame. Oh. So how does this work with all the different versions of all these characters? Like there's a lot of different versions of Pinocchio. There's a lot of different versions of Batman, you know, a lot of different iterations, different costumes, different like vibes you know or even just like spider-man um you said you said that in the comic it's spider-man like um there's a lot of different versions of spider-man that's true famously (laughs) there's famously a lot of different versions alternate reality versions of spider-man also batman i think yeah uh well it's interesting because you know uh, we'll get into it but it's like it seems like fan fiction Anything yeah. you, one person knows of and makes up can work. But when this started, I thought it was that anything that was like in the collective unconscious and was very popular uh-huh. would. And 
at, in the beginning close to the stand user like in Disneyland. It's Yeah, it started simple and then it got crazy and in my opinion, stupid. Okay. <laughs> because it's like kind of, it's like, it's it's unbounded. It, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it, it's got dumb. I was like, what am I watching? I don't like this. I feel like it's it's a stand that is super powerful, but it it will eventually hit a point where it just doesn't work. It it just also kind of feels kind of pointless if you can't direct it really. I know, but I you like know? stands like that where they're not necessarily like I am the perfect enemy for the the protagonist of this story. Like stands that are a problem, but they're maybe hurting the user, or it's, they do their own thing. And it they seems like it just user. it just fucks with the whole world. Yeah. The world is stupid. I feel like the world should be permanently changed after this event, you know, because they were reporting it on the radio that like that's all right. of our characters have come to life. Like that's super like that should permanently change everybody. Like, and Pinocchio is gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They still can't find Pinocchio. And a lot of people what are we going to do without Pinocchio. Tell the lies without mm. accountability. I mean, yeah. And potentially there's a lot of people who are hurt because they got sucked into a story that ended poorly. Yeah them because we don't even know if ungalo was making bad stuff happen to specific people you know what i mean or is it always that these stories involve people dying and getting hurt and mm -hmm. they end up sucking nearby people in i don't know yeah well, the one it, guy ended up with snow white that was a sweet story yeah Good and now him. he's gonna wake up and be like what the hell's that yeah we we got to come up with someone else to set him up with Mm -hmm. what happens once the story is over though because it seems like they like the characters try to live out their stories but in snow white like she wakes up in the store and she lives happily ever after the story is over and then what i don't know hmm. good question we'll never know maybe they vanish i think araki just thought this was a cool idea i want to see it happen. it is a cool idea and then and that's it and i'm like i i don't care no i liked it it is sort of silly to think that it would affect every single depiction of a character. That's where its scope is kind of stupid. And not even fictional characters like Van Gogh's self-portraits come to life. That's right. Like, well, again, if we just said the one famous self-portrait where he has the ear bandage, you could say this is well known enough. It's a very commonplace image. It's an archetype or whatever the fuck that comes to life. I am fine with that scope it's still humongous mm -hmm. and it doesn't answer the question about different versions of and then things. how do you decide what is something what's what's the in the collective like what's the thing that everybody knows well, that, I, you know? i'm fine with that being immaterial like the stand just depicts how many unconscious minds have read a story you know what i mean how many mm -hmm. people know what pinocchio is mm -hmm. and therefore pinocchio leaps off the page mm -hmm. strong as hell um i don't know about one guy drew something that he thought of and it completely reverses this extremely powerful yeah. stand. I don't know about that. Yeah, because then also can't then someone else, can't, can't just the stand user be like, all right, well, I'm going to draw my character, which breaks my stand back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something. I, I don't know. Yes. That's I'm, the thing. Is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw a character that kills your character. And that's how that story goes. I guess he's too dumb or too slow to know. He also isn't on the ground, so he doesn't know what's yeah, happening. He doesn't know what happened. Okay. But it is a little silly that it feels like a Rohan kind of thing where Rohan has to write every time you cannot attack Rohan <laughs> because it's like, uh, shit, I don't have anything built in to prevent myself getting attacked. 
Anyway, that's how the stand works. Uh, Batman appears to you in whatever depiction you like. There can even be... And if you don't believe in Batman, like, it doesn't affect you. Like, we saw that with um, Weather Report. Yeah. Oh, if you don't know if you don't know the character, then it doesn't affect you. Okay. But, but I wonder if maybe well, then, to then, me it looks like Adam West to you it looks like you know a beefy. I think the fan fiction character then shouldn't actually apply then because it shouldn't affect someone that's never heard of it before, right? Yeah, that's true. So it shouldn't affect yeah. the stand user. Yeah, and the stand user can't even see it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a little it's a little fast and loose, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, the the body I think of it's stupid. The body of honesty runs away because of cops, apparently. Oh, is that that's, that's, why? That's what this JoJo wiki says. Okay. Uh, and then he also sees Weather Report and is like, I hope Weather Report finds the enemy and kills him because yeah. we can't combat this. Yeah, Weather Report can't see him. He can only see the other him. Oh, um, yeah, and we know that Weather Report is sensing the stand. Yeah. And they kind of highlight the star on his, his upper back to show you that he's got... J- we already know that. Joe Star Dio powers? We yeah, to that. remind you, I guess. Yeah. Um because in case you forgot that that for some reason one family of stand users can detect each other. Right. Um and so he passes by a shop and he tries to ask the shop owner like uh where have you seen me? <laughs> have you seen my twin? And the shop owner's like, "How dare you show your face here?" Um Right, 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 right. He just passes by the shop and the shop owner's right. like, How dare you show your face here? And he's like, Oh wait, you can see me? Um and uh he ends up see- he's like, Oh, I'll give you money if you tell me where my twin was. Uh and uh because he's like mad at him for doing something, for like stealing something. But he uses his stand to steal money from the cash register and then give it to the guy to like so like, Oh, I'll give you money if you tell me where he went. Yeah, and I don't even think this works, but it is funny that like he just got out of jail, so he doesn't really have any cash. So mm-hmm. it would be this cyclical thing where this guy would be like, I just got all this money, and then he'd realize that it came out of his own register. It's smart. I don't get why Weather Report can't see him, but this baker can. Yeah. It's if you're being if you're affected by it, then you can see people's spirits. Okay. You can see other people affected by it. Basically. Oh, if you're affected by it. You think that's what it was? I They say so. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is weird because, A, I thought in the manga we were following, maybe they switched places, but I thought we were following the body who has no stand. Again, it could, it could switch over in this chapter. I think it switched there. It must be. And B, does this mean that Weather Report has not heard of a single character? Like, he's been he out in Florida. He doesn't remember why he's in like he's lost a lot of his memories well yes but we've also uh, seen that even people off yield signs and stuff or does it have to be a very strong character that pulls you out of your body i guess is that what it is yeah not every single person was pulled out like i guess if the if the don't walk sign guy came up to you and was like oh remember me from the street you'd be like yeah whatever mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go <laughs> join you in your stupid traffic lifestyle mm-hmm so maybe that's what it is, is if you're also enticed by the promises of living with Snow White or getting bitten by Pinocchio or whatever, then you can see other people. We made it work, I think. Yeah, so he tries to bribe him and then the cops show up and the cop has a photo of Anasui. 
I don't know how do he had... The cops don't see him, right? No, they do, actually. Okay. You know what it is? They do, and I guess they have his photo because of reports of missing prisoners. Does, does the shopkeeper call and say it's one of the escaped prisoners? I'm not sure. Because I was trying to figure out why this honestly disguise face thing works, but I guess... Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Is because one of the cops is just like talking to Anasui's back and is like, hey, turn around and, you know, look at me because he's got the photo to compare. Right. Anasui turns around and his face is all lumpy and fucked up. Because apparently he injected himself with chocolate. He injected himself with chocolate because this is a chocolate store. Ah. Uh, he really well. fucked up this guy's business. Yeah. He, uh, they should have changed outfits after escaping from jail. Really? Oh, yeah. Their outfits are very unique. Yeah, a lot of JoJo's would be over. It, like, the outfits you see would just not exist for 98% of the series because everyone would just be recognized by enemies or the authorities or whatever. So you just see a lot of people in the most boring clothes possible. Yeah. But that's part of having a stand. You have to dress like that. You have to. Ah, uh, so eventually the list of the cops are like, oh, this person with a fucked up face and the same exact weird clothes can't be the prisoner. They don't exactly match this photo. <laughs> yeah, like multiple people can wear that outfit, sure. What how does this chocolate thing work? If you if you eject foreign objects into your face, you will look weird and different. Yeah, that's okay. And that's all there is to it. I guess like air wouldn't work. You know, you can't just have diver down blow air. It's weird though cuz it's like I guess he didn't want diver down to like beat the shit out of him. Because we've seen stands rearrange people's faces and you're like, that can't do that. Uh, actually, I th- I'm thinking of something in part seven that happens that I don't want to talk about yet, but... Just there, tell us. There's a identity, like, hidden, like, face thing that one of the characters does and I'm like, that's so stupid. But whatever. Sorry, part seven fans. It's a great arc, but what the hell? You know what I'm talking about. Wow. Anyway... Anasui sees, uh, Anasui spirit sees Anasui body running away behind the shop. So he's like, oh, I got to chase him down. And then, well, when he goes to chase him, he sees the TV news broadcast. I have a question though. Why is Anasui's body doing these things? I think it just has its own thought process. It's chasing the user. Okay. Or Uh, like maybe weather reports like it's up north and the body's like, I'll run north. And I don't know. Yeah. I think honestly, weird. I think the spirit part of honestly that got sucked into the make believe world. I think it's like the make believe version of honestly or something. I guess like the fictionalized version of himself. Yeah, but then Miles is saying we're not hearing why the body version is doing stuff. We just don't know. Which I'm okay with. I don't need honestly to, to eavesdrop constantly to figure out what his body is doing. You know. Yeah. I would find that annoying. So, I'm fine with it being a mystery. Anyway, the TV broadcast uh, talks about characters from Fist of the North Star. Oh. Which I happen to borrow from the library this week. What a coinky dink. Yeah, Miles started reading Fist of the North Star. Uh, it's great. And in this news, Kenshiro and Rao fight in Tokyo. Kenshiro wins. Uh, so, spoilers for Fist of the North Star, I guess. Oh, man. Uh... Fun fact, uh, in the manga, it also states that Rao kills other characters. <laughs> I don't know which, because I didn't have time to read the manga, but well, I, ho- I hope he killed, like, Mickey Mouse. 
the newscast also shows like a ruined city and i was wondering it was like is that what tokyo looks like now <laughs> did it become yeah a post-apocalyptic world <laughs> yeah did the post-apocalyptic world of fist of north star pop out or is it just because you have every psychopath children's fable character coming alive it's destroying just, it's literally it's like everything so yes. like evas now are like attacking tokyo and shit well evas wouldn't attack tokyo yeah they would defend it from the angels jack okay the angels are attacking tokyo well eva one did go berserk so i don't know anyway They're um attacking tokyo three jackie <laughs> the the newsflash that is about kenshiro and rao fighting the narrator is the narrator from a bunch of Fist of the North Star anime? Oh, that's cool. Who, so, so even the even the narrator, <laughs> the announcer was sucked out. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he was giving us the gist of the North Star. Uh, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's upsetting, but it's good. <laughs> uh, and that that narrator voiced Yoshihiro Kira, aka Ghost Dad from Part Four, Kira's dad. I didn't realize that. So we've got oh, two. So we've got Ghost Dad and Gross Dad in we've, here. Yeah, we've got two Part Four Dad voice actors in this episode. Uh, so he walks out of the. He goes out the back door of the. Yeah, he's um, chasing his body. store because he hears his body went out that way, and then he sees the little uh, seven dwarfs are like, "Hey, the princess is awake!" And the shop owner is like with Snow White, and they're like, she, "Like he got together with her. I guess he he gave her the kiss that wakes her up." Um, and they're like, that's the way the story goes, or whatever. They say something like that. And they're like, that's how the story goes. Um, and then it gets weird, because there's, like, these little goats that are like, hey, how could you devour my brothers? And he was like, are they goats or are they chocolate? And so I guess... That's one of the weirdest lines I've ever seen. The chocolates that he the, that he ingested were actually goats? From a story, and the the goats look no. horrifying. No, I think the chocolate thing. I think that's just humor. I think the injecting chocolate is separate from the fact that because he's becoming the villain in the story, the goats believe that he ate. Oh, I guess they do pop out of him later, but I think it's just that They're he's, in his stomach. Yeah, I think it's just that he is becoming the big bad wolf in this story. Okay, this is not a story that I know. This is, I mentioned it, I was like, yeah, we don't really know this one, the seven goats or something. It's just the same thing where a bunch of dumb, sweet animals are tricked by the wolf and then the wolf gets absolutely fucking destroyed. One of them apparently hides in a grandfather clock. Idiot. You're a goat. How are you going to fit in a grandfather clock? Oh, he hit there and These successfully. are weird small goats though, and they have bald spots. They're scary. Yeah, they do have the kappa-like bald spots. Their tails are bald at the end. Um... It's weird. Definitely it's weird. weird. Yeah, I like weird it. Weird show. Weird app of a weird show. And he's like, whoa, I'm being dragged into a story. And then he turns into a wolf. And he gets that attack on Titan face where his his face splits open. There's just a lot of this. And then um, some guy. Meanwhile, with weather report. Um, some guy asked for directions. I wrote down that he was another leprechaun man because he looked like it. Um, however, this was Van Gogh, it turns out. He's like, hey, you know me. Aren't you my fan? My name is Van Gogh. And and then he starts looking all swirly like a Van Gogh style. Um, and this does imply, I think, that Weather Report is familiar with Van Gogh, whose name is, 
by the way, really hard to pronounce in Dutch. It's like Van Hoch. Both beginning and ending are Hoch. Van Hocking a loogie. Van Hoch. Yeah, really. Um. Anyway. Yeah, he shows up. And so I guess Weather Report may be in jail, read some art books or something, and was like, I like this guy. His mm-hmm. his idea of the sky is all fucked up. Yeah. And I like that, I believe Van Gogh put himself in a mental hospital because he painted Starry Night from the windows of a mental hospital, like mm. looking out at the city. I think he's yeah, self-committed. it's hugely inaccurate. What? It doesn't look anything oh, like real stars. I thought you meant my summation. I'm like, well, then you go ahead and tell me art historian <laughs> yeah miles i mean he checked himself into a mental hospital he was clearly experiencing something around yeah, this he needed glasses around this point i was like this is stupid this is this is the point in this in this show where i'm like this is dumb this is dumb okay so even paintings can come to life um again i was fine with what that. is this goat story i've never heard of I, i'm fine with the van gogh self-portrait mona lisa coming to life but not every painting I yeah. think just ones that are in the collect, like a collective, a decent, like there's a story about them. You're, but you're telling, you're saying things like what you wish to happen, but that's not what, what that's not what we get in this story. Right. You know? I'm saying my understanding at this point, I kind of forgot about the crosswalk guys and stuff. Yeah. But my understanding at this point was like, oh, everyone's seen that painting. Weather Report must have seen a book of famous paintings, and so I was okay with that. So I'd argue with you that I'm like, well, well I you've think seen, this was you, fine. You've but then the seen rest this of episode. It, you know how this works now. Basically, it's like every story, every picture, including fan fiction, comes to life. And I have to see that. Jackie, what I'm saying. In this episode with the goats and the Van Gogh. I don't know. I just was like, I'm, I don't want to see this. I think overall this stand ended up stupid, but it was a good idea if for a while. If this was the only episode of JoJo's I've ever seen, I would not want to watch Why are you so JoJo's. mad at this episode? I just didn't like it. I thought it was fun. You get to see lots of you fucked know, up looking cartoon characters. Usually I go along with everything. Usually I like everything. I'm just saying, not Araki's best work. Disagree. I okay. like all his art styles. I like that they go to punch the goat and the goat turns into paper. The paper was good. The door turns into a bunch of storybook pages and the mom goes through it. That makes no sense, but it was cool. <laughs> I feel like that's just like, that's the show. That makes no sense, but it was cool. That's like yeah, the show. It's a lot of style and not as much substance, but uh, I don't know. I, I like when there's, there's some substance. I like when there's substance. Yes. This episode, though, is a lot of style, but I do like... I also like the idea of instead of stands, because, okay, at one point when Anasui is cornered by the cops, I was like, huh, is this going to be like a X-Men or what? what is X-Men the, like, what's the biggest example of I have powers, I can't use them in front of civilians? What, do you guys know what I mean? Like, is there a better example of that? Than like Cyclops in X-Men, you mean? No, like, oh, uh, we like, can't. Because he can't take his glasses off ever? Like, we can't let regular people know that that people have powers and are dangerous. Isn't that every, isn't that every superhero? Is it just everyone? Okay. Yeah. Well, like, like everyone knows Superman exists. Oh, you mean, you mean hiding even the existence that the superhero exists? Right. Because, like, okay, in JoJo's, you never get to see ordinary people being like, I heard there's people who have ghosts. You know what I mean? I see. Like, JoJo's kind of exists in a vacuum. And so I thought about that, and I guess one of the things I also like about this is that even though it's ridiculous that the stand can affect the entire world, and it has infinite range, 
it was cool to think about the rest of the world just hearing about these powers, you know? Just that sort of impact is usually not something we talk about with JoJo, except also part for the stand to turn this guy into a rock and people look at the rock. Things like that. Yeah, I liked... Yeah, I liked that it was just about stories coming true, even though it didn't super make sense. It was like more like a, almost like a Sandman plot than a JoJo's plot. I have not seen or read Sandman. But I do visit Mr. Oh. Sandman every night when I put <laughs> my little head on the pillow. Anyway. Anyway, so the goats are trapped in his stomach. And the mom goats want goat goat wants to cut him open with scissors. That's how the story goes. That the, the the big bad wolf ate her baby goats, and she used his scissors to cut him open. And so she uses scissors, and you can see the little goats in his stomach. Because he yeah, she cuts his side, his love handle. Meanwhile, Van Gogh is quizzing uh, Weather Report, um, and Weather Report is like, "Dude, leave me alone." And uh, Van Gogh is like, "You are one of my self portraits." Well, Jackie. My ear, and then his ear comes off. and He, he says, sh- how many self-portraits did I paint? Oh, yeah, that's the quiz. Right. And Weather Report doesn't answer, and he's like, it's about 40. My head, I was like, one. It must have been just one. No. In the manga, he apparently gives it multiple choice. So mm-hmm. he's like just chasing him on the sidewalk, being like, is it A, 10, B, 40? I don't know. I just think it's That funny. feels more JoJo's than... Yes, exactly. <laughs> just have a character that wants to give a little pop quiz. Like the real Van Gogh, if real Van Gogh came to life, he would just be like, I'm so fucking depressed. Like, I don't, he wouldn't want to quiz you and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So he's being like, you're my portrait where the ear came off. And then I think, is this when Weather Report's ear melts off his head? His ear melts off his head. Uh, and he also shoots himself in the head. Oh, he talks about how he shot, how he shot himself in the head to kill himself twice. Um, which... I don't know. Are we going to say like, okay, this picture also tells a story and that's the way the story goes, you know? I guess so. I guess because when you look at it, you think like, stupid. this guy lost his ear because he was fucked up and then he killed himself. And meanwhile, Weather Report is like, whatever whatever dude, and he stops, he's like, I can sense that the stand user is going north, so he stops every car from going north by summoning a storm? Yes, an extreme storm that makes everyone stop their car. Um, Would everyone really stop their car, though? Like, there's guys with, like, all-wheel drive. We're like, I could do it. Yeah. I've been in in traffic where, like, a a big snowstorm or rainstorm starts, and everyone slows down, but most people don't stop. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe that's good enough. Maybe. Uh, Anasui's still alive of trying to avoid these goats. The hides behind a door, and the door turns into some pages. I wrote down Diver Dan hits it, but I don't remember what he hits. And then there's a paper goat. And this is when he cuts this, the, the stomach gets cut and he rides a police car. He like hitches a ride on the back of the police car. And the anime adds here that the policemen have been affected by two different works. One is the girl with the pearl earring. Mm, and the which other is a one, painting. Which is a painting, I guess. I know it's also a movie. I don't know anything about either and the other one is turned into hercules oh and they're just driving a car (laughs) despite neither of those characters probably knowing how to drive a car meanwhile uh 
weather report is sensing that the enemy is south now. Um, I think... I think at this... Oh, yeah. Right. What? Well, yeah, weather report senses that the enemy is south now. So he's like, oh, is it in the air? And then, yeah, it, the stand user's in the air. You see the stand user in an airplane. And then out the window... You see Aladdin and Genie. Aladdin's on a magic carpet and Genie is right floating alongside him. Um, but they're not the Disney Aladdin and everything, like, because they look a little different. Right. Yeah. Genie is green. The carpet is red. Yeah. In the manga, this was Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Ah. Oh. Which is, again, also not an original Disney work, but maybe the anime worried that it would, that their appearance was too. Maybe, maybe, Iconic. probably um, Peter Pan is more recent, but I, I'm pretty sure Peter Pan is public domain now, so never mind, but... Well, I mean, it's not a direct Disney property, but maybe the vis- the only visual of it is it's too closely as- no. associated with Disney? I don't know. No, no, because Peter Pan, like, there's, Peter Pan's a play, and, um, like, that look that Peter Pan has in the cartoon is the same as, like, what people do with the play. Okay. You know. I thought maybe the play since the movie were influenced by the movie, but I guess the movie was in the 80s, right? I think the play came first. I think the play is... Oh, the play is from like 1902. I think the play is the source material. No, but I'm saying you've seen plays of Peter Pan that probably came out since the Disney movie. Uh, So they might be taking inspiration from the Disney movie's idea. No. Okay. I don't believe that's true. Uh, and I'm saying that I kind of agree because the Disney movie was actually fairly recent. Isn't it the 80s? I don't know. 70s, Whatever. 80s. Could be 70s. Peter piss in a pan. Um, meanwhile, uh, you hear a voiceover and you see like a bunch of sperms trying to race to get an egg. Yes, this was strange. and We finally got cum on JoJo. <laughs> I don't know Real if cum. it's the first time. Maybe it is. Uh, it's definitely the first time we've seen it so close up, I think. I don't think sperm is cum. I want to put that out there. What? Okay. It's not. That's fair. Oh, it's just, it's just, it's part of it. It's part of the cum. Most cum. Some people. Oh, that's true. Some you people still, don't Like act. if people have a vasectomy, like it's not like dust just shoots out or anything. That's true. There's still fluid. <laughs> That'd be that funny. That'd be so funny. If it just went. Like a bluster bus. Or, uh, just a, nothing, a or just nothing happens. A blunderbuss. You get a vasectomy and like nothing comes out anymore. It's like an old man coughing. <laughs> what if it's fairy dust like Tinkerbell? Like it's just glitter. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting sold on this idea now. Anyway, there's a voiceover and he talks about sperm and I don't know what else he was saying because I cut it out, but it's Poochie talking and it turns out the stand user who's on the airplane was there with Poochie and he says something about he he says something about how like he didn't have a purpose and then he met Poochie and I guess Poochie helped him have a purpose I don't know for a little bit yeah is that Um, Dio sperm we're looking at is that vampire sperm they didn't have fangs I just wasn't so so no I was too distracted I was too distracted by the sperm um anyway and so, and weather report is like, hmm, I guess he's in the air. I can't do anything to stop airplanes. There's no weather that will stop an airplane, which I don't and think he is explains true. why, why, because the fastest plane is, the, the plane is faster than the fastest hurricane. Is that true? Which I didn't know. It makes sense. But yeah. still, planes, planes will land if the, if the storms are bad. 
Yeah, it's I like, think. I don't know why he can't just figure out where it's going and just spawn a hurricane in front of yeah. the plane, but maybe he has yeah. range. It's, I don't know. I guess it's like he would start a wind and try to blow it towards the plane, and that wind just wouldn't be able to catch it. Yeah, it won't catch the plane, but at least it'll it'll make it force a landing. Because if they can detect if they detect that there's a storm ahead, they might need to land ahead of time if it's really bad. Or I guess maybe they won't do. Maybe they'll just fly around. Um, anyway, uh, Van Gogh shoots him. This at this point, it's the second time he gets shot. Uh, well, he doesn't shoot. The gun goes off. Oh, like, right, a the, gun appears and shoots. The gun shoots him. Yeah, the right. first time weather report gets shot. It goes through his head, which yeah. would kill you. Not this guy, because it's the story is it takes two gunshots, but the paintbrush turns into a gun, which I liked. It was fun that that happened. Um, it is weird. When Van Gogh first shot himself, he shot himself in the chest and missed his heart or whatever. And so he lived for two more days and then he shot himself maybe in the head. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, it is funny that Araki thought he took two shots at his own head. That uh, that also, doesn't Araki happen. doesn't know the story. That's not how the story goes. Araki. That is not how the story goes. Wait, also, sorry, I missed it. What'd you say? Van Gogh tried to shoot himself at first in the chest. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah, I believe. Well, whatever. The sh- gun shoots him again by itself. Anna Sweet sees that weather report got shot and. Also, they're turning into liquid now. This is where everything turns into liquid. Um, but everyone's like, that's how the story goes. That's the Van Gogh story. Whatever, whatever. Um, then the stand user on the plane, uh, he sees a little girl is reading Aladdin. And Aladdin, the character, is still in there. So maybe is when he realizes, oh, something happened. Um, because who was it that draw- draws the character? Is it... Um, it's w- weather report. Weather report. Forget, what is his real name? <laughs> his real his name is weather report. He doesn't he doesn't know who he is. His stand and his name oh, is weather that's report. That's right. Yeah, he has no name, so he's just like a I'm a stand. Um. So he draws a character with its own ability. It uh, sucks fantasy characters back into their stories. That's the, this character's ability. Um. You can you can just draw a picture and say this is what this character does. I guess. What a like huge weakness to this power, it's I guess. Insane, yeah. Like, it all is. right, well, I'm just gonna draw draw a guy that that is on your airplane and beats you up. Yeah, I guess you can't see the airplane, so you can't do it. But then, yeah, this puts back every power in the world. So you could just be like, my guy's power is that he shoots you in the face, stand user. I I wonder if this is like Araki. It's just like his commentary on the power of the artist like he's like well it you can just make up whatever you want because that's clearly what he does yeah and the and the character's <laughs> name is put back yeah and he wears a little hat that says put back is this a reference to the beatles song get back from which we have the line jojo was a man who thought he was a loner oh maybe I, I don't know but maybe not why wouldn't he just say get back uh, I don't know. Who cares? I made it up. Okay. Jesus. Um, I'm sorry. I'm reading about Van Gogh's death, and it's very sad. <laughs> I hate what I'm reading. Yeah. 
Anyway. It's rumored that it's because he had a, a lover that, or there was a, some breakup or some issue, right, with the guy that he was in love with? I'm not getting that. He just seemed to be a deeply troubled, depressed man who was in the oh. mental hospital, in and out, felt lonely, didn't know how to live, and said the sadness will last forever. Aww. Uh, and there are at least two biographers who think that he may have been shot by someone else. Ooh, conspiracy. It was Paul Gauguin. I don't know. Um, anyway, so order has been restored, but Pin- but Pinocchio is still missing. Where did he go? Why didn't the fan fiction stand put him back? Is that going to matter? Honestly, punched, <laughs> him, punched him in the head and it exploded. He, oh, that's right. He smashed he his head Pinocchio. into the ground and his eyeball popped out and stuff. It was uh, awesome. Okay, good. Because when Miles Miles just asked, like, is that going to be important? Is that going to come back? I was like, oh my God, I, I, I want to be done with this stand. <laughs> it's, but does this mean now that like everyone's just going to have to go fill in pictures of Pinocchio from children's storybooks and the Disney movie vault? Or now they'll if, have if, to use the Guillermo del Toro one. Or did everyone forget? Everyone, what Pinocchio for, looks everyone like? forgets who Pinocchio and they is. They draw something different. Or do you go to try to draw there's, him and it yeah, fades maybe away? There's a new, probably a new depiction of Pinocchio that looks completely different. Pinocchio. And his Pinocchio. nose is, uh, it's just like a big. Punchinello. Big box. You know, it just grows straight out. It's not pointy. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, then we learned this uh, stand user's name is Ungalo? Ungalo, yeah. Um, now, you would think I would have Ungalo's story up and ready. Uh, but I can tell you that he's named after Emmanuel Ungaro, with an R, Ungaro. Oh, I'm Ooh. sorry, Ungalo, a French fashion designer who died three years ago. Rip. Rip. Rest in pants. Rest in <laughs> pantalones. Rest in Paris. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So we find out who uh, who he is, and uh, or at least his name. And uh, the little note says that uh, he he went back to despair uh, beyond recovery. So maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I guess why? We, we will never hear from him again <laughs> because of that. Back to despair. I guess that's okay. I thought I was trying to figure out if it was a joke based on the putback uh, name, but I guess it's just that he's back to being a sad drug addict guy. It would have been funnier if he died. That's what I think. I think he should have died. But then how do you kill him? Does the plane crash? No. Well, that would be funny, too. Uh, <laughs> pl- plane crash is always funny. <laughs> just murders everyone on the plane. No, I just would have liked it if, like, by putting the stand back, it just shocks him so much that he dies or something. <laughs> that would be funny. And then... Do you think that is maybe... Maybe the Van Gogh thing is a reference to the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody, like, but instead of Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head. Maybe Araki heard Van Gogh, sorry, Van Gogh just (laughs) killed a man. Maybe that's what he thought the words were. Killed (laughs) myself. I'm Van Gogh. I shot myself. That's a fan fiction. That's its own parody song anyway so this whole episode we haven't heard from what jolene and the gang are up to uh until now we find out that jolene um went to go visit romeo 
Um, and I, and at this point I'm like, Oh, I'm glad, we, I'm glad we remembered the Romeo story from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I glad, enjoyed this part. A lot. I'm glad that came back. Um, so Romeo apologizes and he's like, Oh, they wouldn't let me visit you in prison, but you know, I'm really sorry. And I fucked up and I regret it. Um, and she's like, I have nothing against you. She says you were part of a conspiracy. And I don't think he was part of a conspiracy. Like he was in on all of it. Right. Like, I don't know. He was in... I think he got an incentive to do it, but it wasn't his idea. Yeah, I think they show him being paid off, which now makes you wonder, like, he seems rich. What does he need that money for? Who who, who did this in the first place? Was it... Was I don't it, think we know, but I'm pretty sure it's Pucci. Pucci wanted, him in, wanted her in prison? Yes. So that, to, to lure uh, Josaro uh, to yeah. the prison, I guess? Because yeah. he knows that she's a little ruffian and knows that they're related so he's hoping that she'll get her father to visit and then he can steal his discs which he did Mm. well anyway plan poochie yeah it worked um and so she's like listen i don't you know i have nothing against you i just need money and a car and he's like oh i only have a thousand dollars on me and i wrote that in all caps because what (laughs) you only have a thousand dollars i thought that was great yeah who care? I like. I know you're rich, but who carries a thousand dollars? I was like, yeah, I have too much cash on me right now, and and it's not even two hundred bucks. Did they like maybe maybe they're thinking of like oh in in Japan we carry a thousand yen all the time. <laughs> That's different. Who has a thousand dollars on them? I don't know. Some people cool he has people like ten hundreds on them. Yeah, cool people. <laughs> um. By the way, he doesn't. It's not that. Um. Uh, I forgot that it's it's not um, weather report or Anna Sui who draws putback. It's weather report forces Van Gogh to draw putback. Uh, Does that maybe help the fact that a famous painter made it? I don't know. It's not even the famous painter. It's a self portrait of a famous painter, right? But he's the painter. I think that makes it worse. Honestly, what? It just makes it worse. The fact that these manifestations might be the real subjects they're depicting. Or oh, oh, no, no, I'm it's sorry. worse that you, Van Gogh your, drew a Your picture. original question was whether it's better that instead of it's a uh, weather reports fan fiction, it's actually Van Gogh's fan fiction, I guess. I just don't know how it's, weather report forced Van Gogh to do anything when Van Gogh already had him get shot in the head twice and he's like melting. Yeah. This is similar to the Jolene forcing Mew Mew to use her stand where you're like, wait, when did they have time to do that? Such a quick negotiation for the enemy to be like, okay, I'll do what you ask. You know, I've seen a lot of JoJo's. I've suspended my kind of like, what the hell? How does that work? I've just, you know, it's like, get a certain, but I feel like this episode crosses the line. Like it goes way past the line for me that I'm, there's just like too much in here that is stupid. And I thought it was the same no, it's just bullshit too much, as usual. Too much bullshit in this episode. <laughs> like you know, if it's like okay, n- normal th- normal range of bullshit is like you know, I don't know, twenty five to a hundred bullshits, and this episode is like two hundred bullshit. <laughs> I just it's like double. I, I don't double. Think I feel that. like it's double the amount of bullshit we normally get. Um, I'm average. trying to remember what bullshit is coming down the pike, and uh, I don't remember how much more bullshit there is. It's just is. like it's like layered bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of times it'll just be like 
okay, there's just like this one thing that you need to believe. There's or these these three things that you need to believe that are that like don't make any sense, but what whatever, it's cool. Who cares, right? But then when it's like that, 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 just like a million, I don't know, it's like too much. It's too much. Okay. I'm just like this whole thing is bullshit. I guess. Would you, Jackie, would you like it better if this episode started with them being like Anyway, after they defeated Bohemian Rhapsody and it was just the next one, would would that be better or worse for you if you just never saw how they defeated the stand? Um like episode 25, it's like Anasui is separated from his body and they're and his body's on a truck with weather report and then this episode starts and they're like anyway, Bohemian I mean, Rhapsody's dead. I mean, knowing what I know now, yes, I would have loved to just oh, skip okay. this episode, but not knowing what I know, you know what I mean? If if I yeah. if I would be like, well, that's a little weird. Why why are we missing? Why why is he is he rushing to get to the end? Because we also skipped how they got out of the prison, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think they just walked out. It was it was in shambles after Mew Mew. Yeah, because I just remember my dad talking about like watching serialized like adventure tv shows and there's something where it's like it ends with a cliffhanger of like how did he get out of that well and then like a week goes by and they're like after he got out of that well that's how that's <laughs> how don't explain it rocky and bullwinkle i feel like is like that oh yeah yeah like maybe they're spoofing the same thing yeah but yeah we but, didn't uh, we didn't have a week I, we did have a week don't you think that like the whole that's how the story goes is just Araki saying like yeah i could do whatever i want I like your I like your idea, Miles. That it's that if this is a commentary on him just being like, listen, I'm the fucking author. I can do whatever I, you know. Oh yeah, so that, that was that's okay. That's fine. If if there is like a meta thing, I I wish they would have hit me over the head with it a little more. I was wondering if it was a meta, if it was a fourth wall break or not. When Weather Report, I think, says like cleverly because that's how the story goes, and he's being restored to his whole self. I thought that was just him. And on a shallow level, I thought that was just him being like, no, I write the story now, motherfucker. And I've decided the story goes like this. But it does also feel like Araki is like, that's how I wrote it. Yeah. And so everything has to go according to my story. Is that what you think, Miles? A little bit. I kind of like that. Yeah. It's the only way. Otherwise, it is stupid. <laughs> I don't think he, I really don't think he did it on purpose. I feel like it would have been a little more, it would have been a little bit more obvious if so. Or maybe it just doesn't translate to the anime. Maybe it's there in the manga. Yeah, I mean, it definitely... I don't know if I... <laughs> I guess I like it about as much as that explanation of when you go, yeah, a lot of the stuff that happens in JoJo is kind of stupid. And people are like, well, that's because it's all about fate. It's like, yeah, I get that. But it's very easy as a writer to be like, and then this bullshit power appeared because of fate. Yeah, <laughs> That's just what was fated to happen. Like, yeah, we know someone is writing it. We know there yeah. is a force outside of the story that decides things happen. That doesn't mean it's fun when this stands fingers stretch for no reason. <laughs> you can't do that. Anyway, Jolene is visiting Romeo. He's like, I only have a thousand dollars on me. And so he well, gives if her you're a popular bachata singer, you know. Oh, like Romeo Santos. Yeah. Um, anyway. What's the most you think you've ever carried on your person? Like 200 something, maybe a few hundred. Yeah. yeah, I think I had to like several hundred to tip a mover. Whoa. Or pay a mover. Oh, okay. I was like, Jesus. Cash or something like that. <laughs> like big tipper. <laughs> I was like, fuck, we didn't do that. I'm a very generous tipper. And you just, and to clarify, when you tipped, you just threw the stack at them. You let it rain on the movers. Yeah, okay. I did. You threw it right into mom's attic. It, it was degrading for them. 
a lot of it blew away in the wind outside. <laughs> and you spit on them. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Yes, Jackie, Jolene visits Romeo at his giant villa. Right. So he gives her $1,000 and um, uh, and also the keys to his car. And then um, sh- she leaves and she has something in her hand. It turns out to be his tongue with Aramis's finger uh, sticker. Pa- I don't know why I said finger. Sticker power. Sticker from Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they made, the, I guess at some point she put a sticker on his tongue. How? I don't know. Wouldn't he notice that? Well, you don't notice when the sticker goes on. You don't notice when the sticker goes yeah, on? Yeah, well, that's been established that you don't, that Hermes can just have stickers on stuff. Because we, okay. we, we almost never see her put stickers on stuff. It's just that when she's in a story, Araki's like, uh, and there's and she a put sticker. a sticker on the zombie's head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm fine with that. I don't know how I feel about Jolene being able to carry the stickers around, but eh, oh, whatever. Okay. I just, I think normally, yeah, that's happened before where it's just like, oh, and she put a sticker when we, the audience, wasn't looking. I think the tongue, I feel like the tongue requires some explanation because it's different from like, I just put a sticker on his, on the back of his knee. This is like, in his mouth. Well, she puts her hands on his face and she does touch the inside of his lips. I oh, thought it was does? I thought it was weird that she did that. Okay. I was like, "Oh, that's very sensual." But I guess that's when she put the sticker on his tongue. Weird. Okay. Yeah, if you watch it again, it it is paid for, which is okay. nice as Good. opposed to characters tying knots in between frames and you're like, "I don't think you had time to do all that." Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Um so yeah, so they have a copy of his tongue and so they can hear what he's saying. Though when you speak, not just your, it's not just your tongue that makes the sounds. You also need, you need the whole mouth. <laughs> la, 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 <laughs> You need la. like the lips, the movement of the lips. Yeah, they're and... able to listen like it's a, like it's a recording device or something. It's you need the vocal so cords. <laughs> you need the vocal cords, like the actual thing that's like blowing, you know, air, sound, whatever. Tell you what though, these ladies want to keep my tongue in their pocket. They can do it anytime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh boy. Okay, well. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Actually. I can be gross to fictional characters, right? Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Sure. The wife signs off. So she made the copy of the tongue. It sounded like Romeo was uh, reporting her to the police because he makes a call to the police and it's like, well, what an asshole. But, uh, you know, he was full of shit when he apologized. But then he, what he ends, he ends up being called to the police and telling them basically like a, a lie to kind of throw them off. Her yeah. trail so he's actually helping her um he, what a great guy he said that she's on her way to mexico yeah he gives he gives like a fake tip to kind of throw their their throw them off her trail it's funny because when he's about to do this mexico would be hard to do from florida she should just go to go to cuba or something go to puerto that would have made more sense go to one of the islands but she has to go all the way up florida and then over to texas and no then, you or, could or sail you could sail across the gulf maybe okay. i don't know that's hard. That's what I was assuming is that they sail or maybe fly. Yeah, that's hard to do. Uh, Hermes goes to like rip the sticker off before they realize that he's like actually like lying for her. And it's just funny that she has the sticker half off and she's like jiggling the tongue up and down while he's talking. Like she's like, I'm going to do it. Uh, and uh, then Jolene's like, yeah, that's so good that he was lying for me. Wait, did you mention that, that he rips the... Right, that she goes, that's so nice of him. And then she's like, yeah, but for good measure, I should just rip the sticker off. Yeah, we need to get the sticker back, so... Or no, no. to give him his tongue back or whatever. No, 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 no. I, I, we've never seen Hermes do it, but I think the assumption is that she can deactivate the sticker. 
Uh, By ripping it off, his tongue is flying back to him and his tongue is going to get yeah, ripped to hurts. shreds. Yeah. Uh, and she's just sort of like, she's just a smart and cold person and she's like, and he's an asshole. Yeah. So she's just like, yeah, we should just fuck up his tongue anyway. Yeah, payback. Anyway. I like this because I thought it was really unsatisfying how nice she was to him. Oh, and I was okay. like, what is this? Just because she's a lady, she's got to be a nice, forgiving woman. Yeah, you know, fuck that guy. Her dad would have beat the shit out of this guy and turned him into part of the wall or something. And so I like that Jolene ultimately was like, yeah, it's fine to maim him. Um, but he also gives her, he also, in addition to the car keys, he gives her the key to the helicopter, apparently. So I guess they're going to use a helicopter next up. Yep. He keeps all that stuff on the same chain. Yeah. It's, you know, if you're rich, you want to be able to say things. Like, you want to just be able to walk into a room and go, has anyone seen my helicopter keys? I wonder, though, like, did he, does he actually... Did he actually mean for her to use the helicopter keys? Because maybe he's just like, oh, yeah, the car key. This is the car key. She didn't ask to use his helicopter. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of fucked up. They should ask. Yeah, it was weird that he didn't tell her what vehicle it was to because we see that he has photos on his wall of different, like, Lamborghinis and stuff. Mm. And it's strange to give someone car keys and not say which one it's for. I think it was just supposed to be so Araki can be like, and it's a helicopter. Fun reveal. Yeah. You would definitely tell someone, like, yeah, hey, you could take a helicopter. Yeah, if you here want. are the keys to the hel- helicopter. You don't know it. how to fucking fly it, but whatever. But is Emporio really going to fly this helicopter? I yeah, I was trying to figure out what what stand power of theirs would help them fly this helicopter, and it's just like Jolene can make them a net for when they have to jump out <laughs> when because they it's definitely crash. <laughs> yeah, when it's like uh, I'm stalling, help. Anyway, this episode was fun. It was maybe a little stupid of a power. Too much bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit. But it's, it's good. It did look like one of the characters was blowing the other characters, right? I didn't notice. What? In that Poochie sequence, there's like one guy kneeling in front of another guy. Oh, yeah. They were in weird poses. And one but guy's I didn't on the bed. Read it as blowing. Uh, yeah. Maybe some of them, they're probably like different poses from paintings and just juxtaposed. It looks weird to me specifically. Here is my thing. Now that you guys have seen Ungalo, don't you think if he is one of, if if Miles' theory about him being a Dio boy or a Joe Star family member is correct, isn't he too fucking ugly? I didn't really pay attention yeah, to what he looks like. Yeah, he's you pretty only, ugly. You see him very briefly, I feel he's like. He's an uggo. It's always bothered me. He's an uggo. Every time I've seen him, I'm like, this guy... Maybe the girl, maybe the mom is ugly. The mom's like so ugly that it balances yeah. out. <laughs> or sometimes two pretty people make an ugly baby. That doesn't happen. It can happen if Never you're... Never seen it. If your features are... I think it can happen. If your yeah. features are really mismatched, you know? Mm-hmm. What? What is this feature match? That's not a I thing. don't know. Like, if one of you has like big eyes and the other one has like a big head, I don't know. But then, like, Jackie, anybody can date anybody and have babies with anybody. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> On this side of the table, I just mean that, like, I don't know. Some people's features they look good on like it might look good on one person but then if you mix if you add those features together on a different person they don't look as good or like it looks good because you have a heart-shaped face but then it doesn't look as good on like this nose looks weird on somebody with a with a big head or something you know i think it's more that realistically it's like our genes aren't it's not like 
uh, your kid's nose is not going to look like mom or dad's, right? It's always going to be some combination. Or like it's going to look like or gra- a little, grandpa's or something. Yeah, or, or, or a little random or a mixture. Yeah. And so some people just get a weird dice roll. Uh, oh, yeah. It could be your the both parents are attractive, but like the grandparent, like one grandparent was ugly. And then and the those features come through. When Jackie says ugly, she means redhead. She does not like no! people with red hair. Oh. <laughs> I have red hair. No, you don't. My beard is red. It's parts of it. That's red, baby. Who said anything about redheads? I didn't say anything about redheads. I don't know. It's just one of those things Some where... Some redheads are pretty. People say... I, a lot I, of them are. What are you talking about? I think redheads... I think it looks better on girls. I I've, I very rarely have seen good-looking guy redheads, but I think maybe our society might not value them, so you don't see them ever. You our know? society does not value them. You don't see them on TV. And I haven't met any in real what life. About, what about Donald Gleason from Who? Star Wars? Yeah, but he's not hot. He's not attractive to me. What about the guy who plays one of the Weasleys? Not attractive. No. no. None of them. Nobody They're, in Harry Potter. They is. are out there. Listeners, write in and tell us <laughs> Listeners, the hot send male me, gingers. Send me, hop, send me pictures of the hot male gingers. And I need pictures of Spider-Man. Uh... <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. Hi. <laughs> anyway. Get me Spider-Man. Anything else we have to talk about? No. Miles, is there anything you want to tell us? Stray thoughts. <laughs> you got any stray thoughts? <laughs> pew, pew, I like pew, it pew. when um, Anna Sui's about to fight the goats and he's randomly like very profane. He says, bring it, fucker. <laughs> In the subtitles anyway. That's funny. <laughs> I, di- I didn't catch that. I did notice that the goat has so many big titty it, udders that they're like around her body. They're so scary. She's like a blob of boobs. Wow. Like Araki's like, they're not going to get that this is the mom unless I titty her out. <laughs> Pretty crazy. You I gotta like to feed seven goats. I don't know why they're so tiny. It must be like how they were illustrated in one German ass book or something. Listeners, tell us if you grew up with the seven goat story and... Is it worth telling to your children if they already know Big Bad Wolf, you know, in Three Little Pigs and Red Riding Hood? Is there anything to be learned from the seven goats or mm. whatever? No. no, I don't care. Anyway, guys, you can also talk to us. You don't just have to email jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can tweet to us. We are at jjbpod on Twitter. Uh, I mentioned there's Discord. The join link is in the description to this episode on whatever podcast app you use. Next week, we will be watching episode 27 of the Stone Ocean anime. Um, it is called Sky Guy. Okay. In the, uh, in the Americanized version, I think. Like on Netflix, I'm pretty sure it said Sky Guy. Would anyone... Okay, if I, now I'm looking at the wiki and like panicking because it doesn't say that anywhere. But uh, if it's called Sky Guy, do you guys want to guess what the real episode name is? Sky High. Aerosmith. It's Sky High. Jackie got it. We've already done Aerosmith, Miles. It became... What's Sky High? Aero Bomber became Lil Bomber. I mean, Aerosmith became Lil Bomber. Sky High is a song. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. Okay, okay, okay. Listeners, remember, uh, your fan fiction... It's not real. Sorry. Goodbye. Bye, you losers. Bye. Just kidding. Damn.